Good evening, Patriots. And it is Friday evening on the West Coast, January 20th, or June, January, June 23rd. <laughs> I can't even get it right. How about this? How about if we do this? June 3rd in 2022. And I don't know what you are on the East Coast. Now I'm all confused. Probably like the day, next day, or maybe maybe you've gone through a time warp and you're the next week. I have no idea. This world is so weird we are in right now. But make sure you're getting a good night's sleep because you're going to need one. Things are going to get only crazier, and they're going to continue to tax every bit of us in many, many ways. And our immune system takes a beating when we don't get a good night's sleep. And to get a good night's sleep, you need the best products in the market to get a good night's sleep, like Giza Sheets. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love Mikey's a dream sheet. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to mypillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. And that's mypillow.com forward slash bards. Your promo code is bards. You're going to find the best deals out there on the MyPillow site right now. And they're all featured on the mypillow.com forward slash bards page. And then if you dig around, there's probably even more stuff than this there, like sheets or mattress toppers and mattresses and all sorts of stuff. So check it out, mypillow.com forward slash bards, promo code bards, and you can speak to a real person by calling 800 975 2939. 800-975-2939, and there will be a Patriot Pillow Counselor on standby for you. I almost said pastry. I'm not sure it's a pastry pillow counselor. I don't think they do that because I don't think they're part of the donut revolution, but we are. We're going to take over the world with buttermilk, old-fashioned glazed donuts, and a cup of coffee. And if you don't know what that is, you need to get on the train, the donut train. Patriots, we're going to have a, in, just a relaxed show tonight. We've got a lot of crazy stuff. I mean, I'm going to start with one little commentary here. By the way, if you are still buying Pizza Hut pizza, don't. Hi. Hey, what's going on? So this is Pizza Hut's new Book It program where they're uh, talking about Pride Month. And I want you to go check out these three books, specifically this bigwig book, which is literally a story about a kid who decides they want to become a drag queen. And along with their friend Wig, they become BB Bedazzle. Pizza Hut is grooming your children to become drag queens uh, because that's what you need to do to get a cheap, crap hole pizza that's literally not even pizza. The thing looks like a tin full frisbee disc that nobody has cared about since the late 90s. Pizza Hut sucks, Papa John's is better, and at least Papa John's is not trying to convince your kid to become a drag queen. <laughs> Absolute truth, man. I'll tell you, this is like craziness. We, it just doesn't stop. It really doesn't. Here's a great quote by Ronald Reagan. We don't have inflation because the people are living too well. We have inflation because the government is living too well. No kidding. 
Absolute truth. Hey, so like I said, oh, here it is. And this is Nick Adams. He's just adding to what we just said. Pizza Hut is going to regret going woke. Patriots will hurt them in their bank accounts. I hope so. I truly hope so because we need to. But, you know, I'm. we're going to – you know, the thing that amazes me is the talent that exists within the Patriot movement. And because the channels to getting stuff out is always hard. And so we, you know, we listen to music when you go, oh, yeah, this is nice. You know, and I, I, some of the best music I find is on the open source. It's copyright free music that I always play after the end of the show. There's great music there. But all the woke and all the Hollywood is woke. But in our ranks, we have great talent. So I'm going to play a couple pieces, one now, one near the end. And this is by our one and only, and he's in our chat all the time. He's actually from Canada. This is Evren. Man, this this rocks. This is he and his wife. Take a listen to this. This is three minutes or so. You'll enjoy it. I had to go before I hit that 44. I found a way to make it all for you. Those summer dreams and countless lonely melodies. And even as I say the words I do. I cried hard, gave my all, closed my eyes and came through If life is but a memory, I'd always save the final one for you
and we will make it through. Nice job, Evren. Beautiful piece. And the video, which I'll get up, and I will put it up on Gab. Oh, I'm going to have to confess something tonight. I'll do it. What the heck? I told you I wasn't going to do this, but I'm going to tell you I did on a couple of reasons. I talked to Zach at Red Pill 76 today. Love Zach. Good friend. And I made a decision. I told you I wasn't going to do it, but I did it. I'm on True Social. I'm over there, so you can go check it out. So I'm going to go put Evan's video up over on True Social. And I I listened to Zach, and he convinced me to head on over there. So I did, and I'm glad I did. It's a nice, it's a simple account. So, yeah, I did it. I know I made a big deal out of it, too. I was really not going to do this. But I'm true. I'm always going to be honest with you, and I have told you that. And Zach and I, Zach's coming on the show on Tuesday night. It's going to be awesome. And he's over there, and a bunch of other good people are over there. So I was like, all right, Zach, I'll, I'll join on over there. So it's, you'll find it. It's like everything else. It's the same name, Bards FM. Can't miss it on True Social. So I'm going to put Evren's piece over there. You know, the thing that's nice when we do this, the talent is amazing. And I've said this many times, and this is just a reminder of this. Evren's in Canada, Paperbag, our other um, Paperbag Patriot, who's our other mod on our live chat. And by the way, those of you who are listening that aren't on the live chat, come on and join us, man. It's awesome. This is our live chat on Podbean is really good, and it's it's really nice. An amazing community, an amazing fellowship that is built there. And it's a chance to meet some great people. So we've got Everett and we've got others, and I'm just naming two. We have a number of people from Canada. But you know the amazing thing is, is we're not divided by nation, national borders. We're all one because we're all part of God's family. And we really feel this. And that's, you know, I think we, we very happily use that moniker Bard's Nation because it expands far beyond the ridiculousness of these national borders. And that's a beautiful thing. I mean, especially in this time, we're all suffering through the same issues right now. We're dealing with corrupt, vile governments. They want to steal everything away that God gave us. They literally, they're just, they all live in the inversion. The men are boys, or the men are girls, and the boys are girl. I don't know what the, I can't even do it. I mean, they're inverted, and they do it from birth, and they're just—it's just this wacko world that we've been kind of Im- immersed in. But I mean, like the song we just played, there was just so nice because it's just literally like we are going to make it through, and it's these sorts of things that come from people's hearts where God is speaking and we need just we need to be talking to ourselves more because God's giving us all talents to share and I you know I'm always about praying for others but I'm I'm like this I'm like look I, I'll pray for others but I'm, I really go to this I go to Matthew 25 1 to 13 and we're going to go over that right now And I think there's a lot to this to remember something here. So this is the parable of the ten virgins. Then the kingdom of heaven will be comparable to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them were foolish and and five were prudent. 
For when the foolish took their lamps, they took no oil with them, but the prudent took oil in flasks along with their lamps. Now while the bridegroom was delaying, they all got drowsy and began to sleep. But at midnight there was a shout. Behold, the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all those virgins rose and trimmed their lamps. The foolish said to the, to the prudent, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the prudent answered, No, there will not be enough for us, and you too. So go instead to the dealers and buy some for yourselves. And while they were going away to make the purchase, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding feast. And the door was shut. Later, the other virgins also came, saying, Lord, Lord, open up for us. But he answered, Truly I say to you, I do not know you. But on the alert then, be on the alert then, for you do not know the day nor the hour. I have to be, I've talked a lot about the fact that there is a line in our faith. And I think of all the passages, this really delineates it, that here we are at a very clear point. And you notice that the prudent didn't give away their oil. This is the you know, peace at any cost is giving away oil and saying, okay, I will share some. And then there's not enough. And, um, and then you end up those that didn't take well, take wisdom and take oil with them, end up getting enough to get by. And it misrepresents the whole group. The beautiful thing here is the prudent remain prudent. And they gave good advice. Go get some oil. Knowing or not knowing is irrelevant. The fact is they all had an understanding that there was a time factor there that maybe they would miss it. But those that came prepared didn't miss it. And this is where I think we have to really look very seriously at ourselves because I hear a lot of comments from people about wanting to always be there to help everybody. And I, I have to be honest. I mean, there comes a point when we have to start looking out for ourselves, not just individually, but collectively as a, as a human or a community of remnant. And it's not that we don't have a mission to go out and speak and to work with others. We do. But there is a point here that we also have to be honest about what was responsible and we're, if we're being prudent. Just let things be. Let people go. Don't fight for closure. Don't chase answers. And don't expect an explanation. Because what flows, flows. And what crashes, crashes. It is what it is. Just yes, it is. It is what it is. And there's a certain point of this that we can't control everything. And we sh and it isn't our job to control everything. So much of what we are doing is turning our trust over to God. And we take the burdens off through him. But if we spend too much time always trying to muck out the problems, we end up where Proverbs 4.13 or 4.14 tells us not to. Do not enter the path of the wicked and do not proceed in the way of evil people. 
And that's very real. We have a lot of challenges in this time, and there's a lot of things that are unfolding and things that are collapsing. And we're going to have to continue that process ourselves to work ourselves deeper into that relationship with God. And the wisdom that we need is sitting right here in Scripture constantly. And consider, if we consider Proverbs 17, 14 to 19, there's so much wisdom in this. The evildoer listens to the to wicked lips. A liar pays attention to a destructive tongue. One who mocks the poor taunts his maker. One who rejoices at disaster will go unpunished. Will not go unpunished. My mistake. Now I want to hit that last one because a lot of what I hear as well, when we, especially when you cruise around social media or you're talking to people, there is an eagerness for justice. In fact, I came across an account tonight that was had put together a video of the hangings of people of the past. And, and it's just like punishment's coming, pain's coming. I don't really think people that do these things have ever experienced death, not in a real way. I think they imagine it, but I don't think they've experienced death. It's, it's not something we should be celebrating, especially in the sense of God's justice, but it is something that's real. Accepting it is one thing. Celebrating it is entirely another. And rejoicing it is a fool's errand. And there's a lot of that eagerness because we're frustrated right now. Many are. We feel like there's not been justice. But God's justice doesn't look like what we think. Sometimes God's justice is that people will have to live the rest of their life with the burden of what they've done. And we may not like that because it doesn't have the drama. It doesn't have the, the bars or the doors of its jail cell clanking behind them. They don't, we don't necessarily get to see a perk walk with somebody in handcuffs and walking in front of the people as they jeer and throw stones or throw apples or pears or whatever at them. But God's justice is always total, and it's, it's always at a center point where God's going to seek to bring as many home as he can. And there are some that are unredeemable. And so, again, when we really put our focus deep within our walk in truth and our walk with God and our walk in the body of Christ, none of these other things touch us. We Instead, we become something much greater. Life becomes more profound we find the beauty in the small things. We find the patience where there wasn't any. And we find a temperament in our heart, in our eagerness to draw the sword. Because we know that when we do, it's destructive and often final. We talk and I talk Regularly, I quote about the point of needing to flip tables sometimes and pull out a whip, but the part of that story that I think isn't emphasized enough, even by me, is that when Christ did that, the consequences of that for the people involved were life and generational long. 
the villages aren't of the old, aren't transient like we are today. We move around like an ant colony thrown into a windstorm. We live separated from our families, many, because work takes us one place or another. People are on the road for weeks at a time. I was away literally for 15 months my first time with no breaks when I went to Afghanistan. And then I was regularly gone for six and eight months at a block. And that went on for several years. That cost a relationship. It doesn't endure. And that's the reality of the world we're in today. And so our our mobility is not like it used to be. It used to be where it was is in the old villages, people were there and anchored in one place. They would live generations. This is very much like Afghanistan. What was so profound about that is you would find a house that had a legacy in that family that might go back three, four, five hundred years. So you can imagine what happens when somebody in the village gets stained. In this case, with Christ, when he flipped that table, that vendor for the rest of his life would have been marked, stained with the knowledge that the son of God flipped his table. And it wouldn't go away. He would not be able to sell his wares as he used to. He'd probably have to leave. And we don't think much of that. It's no big deal. Okay. So he'd have to leave. But the consequence of something that profound is he would have to find another village and probably a long ways away, and he would be going into something so foreign because most people grew up in these villages and stayed there for, for generations. So he'd be literally ripping away from all of his roots to have to get started. I say all this because it is super important to appreciate the magnitude of the event when Christ flips the table. It was devastating to some. So if God's son is pulling that sword, it is a significant moment, and but it's not wasted. It's well-placed, it's strategic, it's never forgotten. Our actions and our words need to be that significant and that intentional. And that gets to that place when we start to be more humbled and more patient. It isn't to say that we're running off all the time trying to save the world because I don't think the world can be saved that way. But when we spend a lot more time walking the talk, so to speak, living what we say, not just saying, and being that example of that lamp on the hill, that doesn't take away your ferocity. It doesn't diminish you as a warrior. It means that at the point in time, if you're so called in the t- action point comes when you have to make that move as a warrior it's significant it literally rocks the world and you'll find that that's very much the way that some of the elite operators are and what distinguishes them a lot from just a regular ground soldier a lot of ground soldiers there's nothing wrong there's no criticism here but their action is they're quick to be deployed they're quick to be thrown out but when an operator is deployed, he's not typically de- he's not deployed just for a casual mission. Everything he's doing is intentional and strategic and potentially 
deadly. And so there is a framework of thinking that in this fight that people need to grasp, in my opinion, to be successful here is not to be eager to look for justice, not to be eager to look for pain and suffering of others, to be patient because when it comes, it will come hard and it will be brutal and it will shake a lot of things. But we also need that tempered reason as we go ahead. Proverbs 17, starting at 8, A bride is a charm in the sight of its owner. Wherever he turns, he prospers. One who conceals an offense seeks love, but one who repeats a matter separates close friends. A rebuke goes deeper into one who has an understanding than a hundred blows into a fool. There is great wisdom in our Proverbs to guide us through many of these times. And that wisdom from war is don't be too eager to seek what will find you anyway. There's always those that want to talk about or talk big about getting into the action. And as is said always, the action will find you, don't worry. And it usually does. There's a story of a couple of New York, a New York team. They were a New York National Guard team that was down south of Herat on the western side of Afghanistan. And they were on the edge of the Kandahar province. And they were in pursuit and of a Taliban, a pair of Taliban that were heading into the Hillman province. And so they continued that pursuit. And they crossed over into what was, in that time, the Gandahar province had become under the control of the British. And therefore, they fell out of their, this is how screwed up Afghanistan was. They had to get different commands to get support in there because it was NATO, not American zone. And so in this pursuit of things, as they continued to head on into the depths of Helmand, they ended up getting their Humvee stuck and in the trying to get that out, they became surrounded by about 300 Taliban. And the gunfight ensued and one of the guys who was a former, he had been a Marine, now in the New York National Guard, was shot and killed. And so they had his body in the back of the vehicle as they were trying to drive out of there. And they continued to try to escape the fire, the ambush, carrying his body in the back, calling for help, and nobody would respond. Again, be careful what you wish for, because these things can turn out pretty different than what you expect. And to wrap that story up, it has a pretty amazing ending, because there was a Marine unit south of them that had heard the call for help. NATO had told them they could not 
provide assistance because they were an unauthorized unit in in Helmand Province. I said Kandahar. It's Helmand Province. My mistake. And so the Marine unit simply packed up their gear and headed out and said, we'll find them. The guys got stuck again. The Taliban surrounded them. They were starting to come encroach on them. They were running low on ammo. They began to fix bayonets. And the irony, I mean, not the irony, but kind of the amazing part of the whole story is there was the dead Marine in the back, former Marine in the back. And just as they had fixed bayonets and prepared for their final stand, that Marine unit that had just headed out across the desert found them at the last minute and opened up everything they had to save those boys. And those boys came home and their Marine brother was given a proper burial. War is ugly. It's, it's never the stories for those that haven't been there, the chasing the sound of the guns. There's a lot of that going on these days in different social media. The idea of, like I say, the pain, the punishment, the justice. But this war is as real and as painful as any war ever because it's stuff that leaves that gets in people's head. There's a difference between a, a tangible death and a psychological death. And a lot of people have suffered a psychological death in this time. And it's sad to witness because they haven't really had the training they haven't had any training. They haven't had any preparation for this sort of war. And so there was really no knowing what they were going through, and yet they were caught intentionally by a very deceitful and devious enemy that has done horrific things by scarring people mentally, driving people to a point of having to accept an alternate reality, breaking their spirit, turning them into slaves, whether they realize it or not. These are the sorts of long-term scars that this war will produce. And it's what we will live with. So there is a, there is a point where we have to, you have to balance this point of being a, a pretty ferocious warrior and knowing that you can't cross the line and knowing at some points you can't even walk forward with those. You have to leave some behind because that's how this war is fought. But part of being, that's that flipping of tables. But you equally have to have a compassion within you that is willing when things settle down to heal. Not just yourself, but others. And hopefully with the strength that you've had and have with God in this walk in Christ, this profound relationship Hopefully very little injures you because you need to be ready for the, some of the greatest work to come, which is the rebuilding. There will come that time. We're not there, but there will come that time, and there will be a willingness to put all this behind us, a desire by many. But to get there, there is those transitions of grief. There's going to be anger, and there already is. And with anger, there's going to be more violence. As people wake up to what's going on, 
some of these shootings, for example, they're telling you the motive. We don't know the motive, but I can tell you if they've been vaxxed and they've been realized what's happened, you can expect that some of this is pure vengeance from people that don't have a root in a relationship in faith in God, but instead are going to take it by their own hand. And that's unfortunately what happens when we fan the flames of justice and people see it and they're like, or even think about it and they're like, okay, this is fine. I'm going to do it myself. I don't care about anybody else. And they take out innocence in the process because they don't go after the true targets. The doctor that's the hand puppet of the hospital isn't the true target. The real target goes echelons up. And God knows that. And God's justice will bring that. And our, our place is to continue to keep those prayers for this nation, to keep it strong and to continue to hold our line and not to bow, to be that exemplar point of people to look at, to say, wow, you, you're carrying a peace with you. How is that? You carry a calmness with you. How is that? How do you get through this? And that's where those doors are opened. It's that relationship we have with Christ, the fearless walk, because we know we're good. But not everybody has that. In fact, those tools and equipment for preparation for what they have are rare these days. The churches aren't teaching it right. And they're not equipped. Just like you know, a soldier going into battle these days without body armor in a full-fledged fight is undermatched to compare to somebody that does have body armor or a soldier that goes into a fight with a bow and arrow these days when he's going to confront, you know, a 6.8 millimeter as a primary round, or he's going to, he's going to confront whatever else comes at them with equipment. He's ill-equipped. Our relationship with God has equipped us with everything we need for this fight, because this is the fight. This is a spiritual fight. And all that before, all these fights and wars before have distorted the view of war when in fact war, the true war here now is what we are living through. And it is a salty and gritty path. And everyone that's been in these trenches knows that. And there's a lot of division among the ranks of patriots and I look at this and I and it doesn't even phase me because I know this and it's pretty simple. We're all passionate about the directions we take and we're all kind of on we're, many are on different planes of a similar fight. We're going in similar directions, but we may not be agreement on all things. That's fine. Each of us that is out here holds a vision of where things are and we're pretty anchored in this but I will tell you and I think we can all agree that the moment we stand before Christ and we're judged all that's going away anyway it'll be the great leveling moment because the truth will be revealed and the truth will be like we'll each have a piece of it but we won't see the whole thing and that's a lot of where we are right now but the most important thing is we are still moving as a humanity in a common direction And that common direction is to reclaim that place of liberty, which is God-given, at least in this nation it is. And that's not something to race to justice on or race to vengeance on. 
God is so amazing in what he's provided us, and that is the clarity and vision of everything that's here. And we're seeing the truth, and in the process of seeing the truth, each one of us has an expression of that walk, and we express it in different ways. Maybe it's a podcast, maybe it's writing, maybe it's your art, maybe it's your conversations that you have with friends and neighbors, maybe it's letters you write, maybe it's the way now that you value your baking in your home. It's, it's an expression each one of us has. So I'm going to play another piece here by Evren, and it's I Don't. And I think it's a real interesting testimony at this point, and it's a rap piece. I know not everybody likes rap, but... This is pretty amazing. If you've ever tried to do poetry like this, this is where you start to see how God works great gifts. Take a listen. I could write a rhyme about anything. Staring at the light on my wedding ring. Looking at the night with my shades on. Think about how it all went wrong. Everybody feels so divided. When do we become one-sided? How did we turn on the ones that we love? When did the devil fall down from above? Never would I dream that every rhyme I've ever written about the state of everything we're living through would come true. Maybe I was under the impression it would happen in a way, a situation there was something we could do. Wait, hold on, breathe. Is it too late for the world to believe? Is it too late? Are we stuck in a dream? Dreamt by a man with a plan to deceive. When I was a kid, we would all get along. Now people fight over lyrics of songs. Now people fight over things on the news. Are you in control of the things that you choose? United we stand, divided we fall. Running over one another, running through the mall. People so afraid of one another, insane. Better use your brain. I don't let another tell me how to live, how to think, how to stand, who to be. Not a chance, I'm free. I don't let another tell me what to do, what to feel, who to be. Not a chance, I'm me. I'm the one that does it in my own way I don't care what anybody else say Too many they getting with a program We living in the lands of the no man How do we become so offended? They love it how they got us all upended Watch how they laugh every time that you bail You do the math guaranteed they will fail I don't make it for the sake of getting recognition From a system that has demonstrated how it hates me Nothing in the universe will live or make a difference If you let them tell you what it is and who you gotta be Don't like it, leave I don't take cues from a man who's a thief I don't take cues from a man who's asleep Let's be the man who will judge when he weeps When I was a kid we would work through the pain Now what we thinking about is the game Now what we thinking about are the rules Are you in control being led by the fools? United we stand, divided we die People killing one another, people getting high Everybody looking for a reason to be broke But I ain't that woke I don't let another tell me how to live, how to think, how to stand, who to be Not a chance I'm free I don't let another tell me what to do, what to feel, who to be Not a chance I'm me, me Yo, gone be the days of the wicked Someone tell me where they got a ticket Waiting for the one, he's amazing Coming through the door, guns blazing Everybody running no direction We long overdue for a correction The laws that I follow, they come from above I break through the fear cause I walk with the love The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was trying to convince everybody That he didn't have a plan to take it all Everything you ever thought that mattered will be shattered in a second And I reckon you'd be broken by the fall God Take it, please. I don't walk back from the faith that I need. I don't walk back from the words that I read. Written by a hand with a plan to believe. 
When I was a kid, we would look to the sky. Now people stare at the phones and they cry. Now people stare at the phones when they sleep. You wonder why some people calling you sheep. United we stand, divided we gone. There's a reason that we gotta put away the wrong. There's a reason that we gotta overcome pain. Till I leave this plane I don't let another tell me how to live How to think, how to stand, who to be Not a chance I'm free I don't let another tell me what to do What to feel, who to be Not a chance I'm me I don't let another tell me what to say How to play any day Not a chance I'm free I don't let another tell me how to live How to die, how to breathe Not a chance I'm me Me, me Yeah I think it just I think Everett just redefined an entire genre of music. It just went to like redefining how God works rap, which is pretty amazing. That's just lyric rhythm and it's amazing. And again, it's the message, a personal message that God's working through somebody else to share the greatest strength and to share the truth because in the end of the day, this war is about truth. The sword of the spirit is greater and mightier than anything in the world. And truth is at the center of that. But we have to walk in that truth. We're accountable to that truth in everything that we do. I say this and I keep saying this and I will say this always. We are not undeserving. We are not perpetual sinners. We make mistakes. Yes, we sin. But God made us in his image. Don't buy into that garbage. Understand the birthright of what we are given. Christ died for us, and God would not have sacrificed his son for trash, for undeserving. That's some moniker given out here to keep people in the plane of guilt so that they throw the money in the offering plate and return on the next Sunday to be revived again. But that's not the walk. The walk is that incredible walk with Christ Jesus, a daily intimate speech that just runs in the head of everybody and in your soul and in your body and we breathe. We sin and for that we forgive. We seek forgiveness and repentance. But don't stay there. Get back up. Stand up by the throne. Be what God's asked us to be and be great. And in that walk of life as we are, we grow mightily. And the gifts that God gives us grow mightily. And in the process, we touch many. And as we touch many, they touch many more. In the end, that's the victory. There's nothing these fools that say they're above us can do to that. And they are fools. And God doesn't suffer fools. But what he does seek is those who will trust in him and return the love to him and seek to have him be their father. Everin, thanks for the music tonight. Patriots, let's pray. Father, we come to you tonight just very humbled as we do and just celebrating yet another one of the many gifts and talents you've put into this world, the music this evening from Everin. And we're just thankful for so many that have so much to share. And we're thankful for how many in this army are so equipped to take on tasks and to share gifts and talents in a way that transform lives. We have to believe. 
We have to believe and trust in you. And as we trust in you deeply, our eyes are open to a greater potential than anything we have ever imagined. Each step, each climb seems an impossible task. And yet once every time we reach there, we look around and we see a greater horizon, which you open up to us and we are grateful. And every time we think we understand things, we stumble and trammel through our time only to see again that what we thought we understood was just the beginning, a crumb into a greater picture, into a world that you continue to lead us into, a world of magnificence and perfection. As you patiently love us and endure us at times for our clumsiness and even our stupidity. But your forgiveness of us and the love for us is what keeps us going. So thank you, Father. And Jesus, as you are here with us, we are so deeply blessed. For we walk under your banner and we seek that perfection and that strength in which you've demonstrated to the world that we shall, in fact, do greater works than he. So guide us, Lord. Thank you. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So patriots, for all the craziness that goes on, let us not forget the mastery and the beautiful things that God brings to our world and through us. That noise that's on the other side of the tracks, that low-budget rent place over there where everybody likes to hang around with dark colors and obsessions of blood and vampire fangs and whatever else they do. Whatever. It has nothing to do with us unless we want, unless we let it. In the meantime, we're walking over here. We're always walking in sunshine if we choose and God will make sure of that. And if we don't forget that and we keep trusting in him, this storm that's coming, sure, it's going to get a little bit rough like everything. If you've ever been on, a, on the ocean in a small boat, you know the storms will rock you. But as long as your sails are, are trimmed right and you've got everything buckled up the way it should be, at least the best you can, and you're holding rock solid into faith and you're keeping that faith true, yeah, you might get a little roughed up in the storm, but you're going to get through it. It's going to be okay in the end. And with that, God's song and God's grace will carry us. It's about all there is, and it's a good walk all the way through. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Put your prayers to some beautiful things. Spend some time this weekend with beautiful things. Listen to some music. Take a walk in the woods. Look up at the sky. Spend some time in the garden. Spend time with family. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow evening for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time. God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh.
Something to find. We always come. 
Hide from the rain.